This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. Friday, December 8th, 54321. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Brazil's soybean planting progress has reached about 85% and should complete in the next two weeks. This lags by about 10% compared to the historical average. They should get done planting on my son Matthew's farm on his family's farm in Minas Gerais about a week behind schedule. They prefer to get done with planting in November. Looks like they will avoid having to replant, but the same cannot be said elsewhere. He drove three hours on Sunday, and while some crops looked decent, it was clear that the planting window was delayed as he saw several recently planted fields where they should be further along at this point. We already have some yield reports of fields planted September 15th in northern Mato Grosso. While they don't think that these are very large areas, yields are reportedly around 30 bushel per acre. The main driver for early planted fields like this is the second crop of cotton that is being planted right now. Cotton has a longer growing season, and so some farmers are willing to plant earlier and adopt shorter season varieties to accommodate for the more expensive cotton crop. One private estimate believes that there would be a minimum of 10% of the state replanted, if not higher. One example that Matthew gives that lends credence to this is from one of the farms visited last January by his tour group. They will have to replant nearly half of their 6,400 acres. He emphasizes yet again that just because the farmer chooses not to replant, that doesn't mean the field has full yield potential, simply because the rain begins to trickle in. SLC, the largest farm production company in Brazil, announced that they'll replant nearly 7% of their soybean area and that they'll reduce their second crop corn area by roughly the same amount. If you extrapolate that across the state of Mato Grosso, it would mean a reduction of 1.3 million acres or a drop of 3 million metric ton of second crop corn production in that state. In reality, it would be more than that because that still would not account for the yield lag for corn will be planted later. Crop ratings in the state are also suggesting the market does not fully comprehend the crop damage that has taken place. The president of a local county growers association in central Mato Grosso that represents over 1 million acres described the situation there as critical. 50% of the crop in his county is rated bad or poor in northern Mato Grosso. According to him, some areas are already being abandoned despite some scattered rainfall. He described a plot of 600 acres of soybeans on his own property that was already in the V4 stage that he will abandon. So while the market is focused on how much rainfall is in the forecast, it overlooks the fact that such fields will yield zero no matter how much it rains. In this specific example, rather than replant the soybeans and give up on second crop corn, the farmer chose to give up on soybeans with the hope of getting a full second crop of corn. They'll plant the second crop of corn in January, giving it plenty of time to perform. You're listening to the Comstock Report. 3, 2, 1. Some farmers with poor stands in Mato Grosso will still opt to replant soybeans. Those same producers that decide to replant soybeans may look to plant a cover crop after harvest as they know there will not be enough time for a second crop of corn. This will better prepare the 24-25 soybean crop, planting into millet or brachia, as opposed to planting soybeans on soybeans next season. For Brazil as a whole, they believe that they've lost over 10 million metric ton, 
which if subtracted from the USDA estimate will be a material amount. Other private estimates have come in even lower. USDA lags on downward crop provisions in the United States and is expected to do so for Brazil as well. Brazil will have lost production not only where it is dry, but also where it has been wet. We'll be looking for minor crop reductions in Paraná because of all the accumulated rain. The market sees all this rain and assumes that it is a good thing. There are spots in Paraná and the Rio Grande do Sul that have gotten nearly 300% above normal rainfall for the season. You know, soybeans are a drought crop and they do not like wet feet. There's one town in central Rio Grande do Sul that has gotten over 60 inches so far. In addition to flooding, all this rainfall creates consistent cloud cover, limiting the amount of sunlight needed for adequate photosynthesis. It also leads to higher disease and insect pressure, requiring additional fungicide and insecticide applications. GFS weather models have shown a drier forecast for northern Brazil compared to the European models. They are consistent in keeping heavier rainfall volumes further out in the two-week forecast, with lighter showers in the nearby. Both models agree on more heavy rainfall in southern Brazil. NOAA models suggest that the El Nino is peaking. This would suggest below average rainfall and above average temperatures may continue during the period when we typically see some of Brazil's highest rainfall levels. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.